Hi guys, and welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church. I'm Steve Hollis, and guess what? I'm the only one that's going to represent us today during this podcast. Uh, My brother Eddie, your pastor, my pastor, uh, is recuperating from uh, left shoulder rotator cuff surgery. So uh, I am flying solo today, but uh, uh, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be just fine. Uh, In fact, I'm going to cut this a little short, probably about halfway uh, what we'd normally do. But um, definitely wanted to bring you a few things. Um, And speaking of that, right before we get started, uh, I hope that this is just finding you um, in the midst of everything, trusting Jesus. Um, you know, I, I posted something earlier today on, uh, on a, um, a Facebook post response, and it was saying uh, basically this, the first two commandments uh, of the Ten Commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, love, put Him first, first thing. Second, love your neighbor as yourself. If we go to those first two commandments, knowing that we can work on ourselves that way, so that therefore when we do that with us and we center ourselves that way first, everything else falls in place the way it needs to be. We look at scriptures, we, we find that, that the Holy Spirit nudges and, and works in our lives the way that He needs to. And, and as we do that, we can continue to move forward with what God would have us do to move forward. I think many, many times in this time and, and day and age, in fact, we can go all the way back uh, to before Christ, people want to do it themselves. They want to figure it out. They want to plan their day. They want to do these things the way they want to do them. But when we surrender unto His Lordship, then everything truly finds that it lines up with His his will in our lives, His plan in our lives. God is so good, and I'm here to tell you, uh, it's the best way to to move forward in your day and and in and out of every day. So... um, I, I, I just want to say this. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us here today. And um, I'm excited about reviewing uh, the message from Eddie uh, last week. Looking forward to telling you a little bit about what's going to be happening on Sunday. Um, and then to, of course, intertwine what's the relevancy uh, towards uh, right now, our present time. You can hear that I'm outside today. There's a lot of uh, noise. I live fairly close to the highway and and um, so you can hear some of the, the revving of the engines every once in a while going past me. Um, but I'm also out uh, close enough to nature to where you're going to be maybe hearing some, some uh, birds and things of that nature too. So um, it's just a, a really interesting day today. I am recording this on Thursday. Um, I might even have some droplets of rain coming down on my umbrella that's kind of shading me right now. But uh, I've got a cat on, our, on my right-hand side. Uh, Ollie is, is our outside door cat. Uh, outside door. Yeah, outside the door, sure enough. But outdoor cat. And um, I'm looking at green trees and all the leaves. And uh, I've got some honeysuckle around our place that smells just awesome. 
but God is good and we will keep on trusting him through all sorts of stuff and I pray that you recenter yourself and continue to put yourself um, focused and founded in Christ Jesus look through his eyes of love to others and let him shine through you everything you say everything you do and on that note why don't we go ahead and just have a word of prayer Heavenly Father I thank you for this day I thank you for all that you're doing in our lives and that's true I say that in most every prayer but whatever you're doing in our lives we can be thankful because your Lordship is what matters so Father I pray that you just send your Holy Spirit to take control of this podcast and may my words be your words as we go forth and and um, continue to uh, just look at the relevancy of scriptures and look at the relevancy of of uh, what's happening even right now so um, Lord bless this time together with you and me and with these folks that are listening it's in Jesus name I pray amen well I do miss having my sidekick here um, but we'll get him back in uh, on the show next week I'm pretty sure um, I've got uh, half a cup of coffee here with me. I think I'm going to need it because a gnat just flew right down my throat. <laughs> so just a second. And um, as we are getting going, and I'm going to talk a little bit about last week's message, things aren't always what they seem. I'm going to give you a little bit of information, and I want you to know of something that's happening with Stace and I, uh, tonight at 7 p.m., you can join us as we begin to intro this book by Dr. Emerson Egrich that's called Love and Respect for the Families. So if you are in the midst of a family and you've got kids at home or kids even that are have now begun to, to move away or the empty nest is finding you, you can, this still affords you um, some options as you see how to continue to work that love and that respect within your family. So tonight at 7. Now here's the thing. If you want to be a part of that for the next couple of weeks, we're going to kind of do some intro videos. We're going to do some things just really it'd be so great to see your faces on Zoom. Um, if you don't want to see you be have your face be seen, you can do it without a video, and that's cool too. And um, what we're going to try to do here is is get you prepped so that we can order the books and get them all ready. Let you know a little bit about what uh, Dr. Emerson Egrich is all about. He's a great, great man, a godly man that uh, speaks of scriptures. And if you want to do that, here's my number. I want you to text it to eight one two. Two zero eight zero seven zero three, and um, let me know if you guys want to be a part of it, and I'll send you the password to the Zoom uh, call tonight. Now we're going to be doing it that way for right now. Uh, if you don't like Zoom, I'm really sorry. We're looking at different options about that, and I know that it's a little bit of a. It seems like maybe it's overwhelming or or daunting, but um, just hang with us. If, if you'd like to try it, um, you know, again, my number is 812 
and we can work through it. So um, any technical difficulties and things like that, Stacy's been doing that with the kids while she was in school. And um, so she can be on the, on the phone uh, getting ready to answer questions, uh, technical questions that way while we're doing all of this, or I can answer as she might be speaking. Uh, whatever the case may be, we want you to join us. It'll be a great time. So enough of that advertisement. I'm also going to be sending out some things via the um, calling post to remind everybody about it tonight as well. Hope you can join us. Well, let's dive right in here uh, to what Eddie spoke about. And uh, again, his message was entitled, Things Aren't Always What They Seem. Here's the thing. About last week and last this coming week, rather, uh, we're getting through. He's bringing us through the rest of Esther. And as you know about this drama uh, that has gone on in Esther, if you've been a part of our uh, online messages and, and services, you've heard him speak about the story of Esther, how she became queen and, and, uh, and how God appointed her to do such a thing and the, the Jewish background and, and all of this. And now um, Haman... This dirty, rotten scoundrel is trying to get his way in there. And Mordecai, who is a good guy, uh, uh, it's actually um, uh, Esther's relative and and uh, is working with the Lord to help direct Esther. And, and Esther prays over these things and works through all this. We're in the, the sixth chapter of Esther. And so um, it, it, it goes into uh, the things that, when you think that things are going a certain way, just hold on tight because God starts to work things for the betterment of his good. And I tell you, sometimes it takes patience in that, doesn't it? Sometimes it feels like forever. Sometimes it, it takes years even. But if, but if we're allowing the surrender of our lives to go to him, first and foremost, now even that surrender's of course you know that. That's not easy, right? That, that, that's something that is a daily thing that you do at the very beginning of your day. Lord, this is your day. I Most likely I'm not going to get it right, but Lord, I surrender it to you so that you can work through your Holy Spirit to guide and direct me. So if we do that and we stay patient as he continues to work out all the details, we see that his hand is at work. So Eddie talked to us about four life principles that we need to embrace, and these are the four. When all seems lost, it is not. Let's talk about that first. When all seems lost in life, it is not. Even when everything seems to be faltering in our physical life, our mental life, uh, our social life, when it seems like there's nothing there, no one seems to care, hang on. It's not lost. God is still in the, on the throne, much like what we've seen in the, in the nation right this week, right? When it just is like it looks like it's all chaotic, especially if we're paying attention to, to voices that, that are always reporting the bad, never seeing the good. When all seems lost, it isn't. Second principle, when no one seems to notice, God does. This kind of goes hand in hand, and in fact, all these principles do, but... but God notices you. You, by the way, you are not made of junk. You are God's design. He has purposed you. 
and he will continue to work in your life. When others seem to, when no one seems to notice, God does. He works in your life. And we were, uh, the scriptures that were wrapped around that is uh, Esther 6, through, uh, 1 through 3, and Eddie wrote, uh, read this. During that night, the king could not sleep, so he gave an order to bring the book of records, the chronicles, uh, the chronicles, and they were read before the king. And it was found written that Mordecai had reported concerning Bigthana and Teresh, two of the king's eunuchs who were doorkeepers, that they had sought to lay hands on King Asherus, Ahasuerus, <laughs> these Old Testament names, that's funny, they catch up on you. Go ahead, keep laughing, giggling. Okay, good. <laughs> and the king said, Mordecai, oh, uh, and the king said, what honor or dignity has been bestowed on Mordecai for this? Then the king's service, servants who had attended him said, nothing has been done to him. Well, in those days, while Mordecai, oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. So the king said, we have got to be doing something. I'm going to go ahead and paraphrase and get going on this. We've got to be doing something for Mordecai. So he gets a hold of Haman and says, What is to be done for the man whom the king desires to honor? He says this to, he asks this of Haman. Now, Haman, I want to tell you, remind you again, he's a dirty, rotten scoundrel, right? And Haman said to himself, Whom would the king desire to honor more than me? Then Haman said to the king, For the man whom the king desires to honor, let them bring a royal robe which the king has worn, and the horse on which the king has ridden, and on whose head a royal crown has been placed. And let the robe and the horse be handed over to the one of the king's most noble princes, and let them array the man whom the king desires to honor and lead him back, or lead him on horseback through the city square, and proclaim, proclaim for him before him. Thus it shall be done to the man whom the king desires to honor. That's what the king said. Thus it shall be done. So Haman says, look, I want to put all this stuff out here for me. He's thinking he's, he's going to be honored because he's saying the king, hey, he's going to honor me all the good things, quote unquote, good things that he's done, that, I, that, that I've done. Okay. And then the king says, this is the twist, right? And that's the third principle. And the third principle says, when everything seems great, it isn't. <laughs> so the, the king says, look, uh, whom shall I do for, for the king? That the, uh, who, who shall I do for the one that the king wants to honor? Haman thinks it's him. He puts all this out there. And the king, the king quickly says to Haman, take quickly the robes and the horse you has, as you have said, and do so for Mordecai the Jew who is sitting at the king's gate do not fall short in anything of you, of all that you have said so here's the crazy twist Haman has to go to the one that he despises Mordecai and do all these things that he was hoped to have been done for himself <laughs> so all of this is going on. Haman takes and does exactly the way that the king had said. It's starting to twist and turn on Haman. Four, fourth principle, when nothing seems just, it is. 
when nothing seems just, it is. God's just, and He will continue to work in your life. And this is what it says in verses 12 through 13, But Haman hurried home, mourning, with his head covered. And Haman recounted that Zeres, his wife, and all his friends, everything that had happened to him, he, he told them all about it. Then his wise men and Zeres, his wife, said to him, If Mordecai, before whom you have begun to fall, is of Jewish origin, you will not overcome him, but will surely fall before him. Verse 14, While they were still talking to him, the king's eunuchs arrived and hastily brought Haman to the banquet which Esther had prepared. See, here's the thing. Esther was listening to the Holy Spirit. She was listening to God. And the plot begins to twist on Haman. And those four principles, when all seems lost, it isn't. When no one seems to notice, God does. When everything seems great, it isn't. When nothing seems just, it is. God is working on your behalf. And He is going to work through the muck and the mire. I don't know if you've taken a look at Revelation in a while. But even in the midst of the chaos in which it seems to be right now, no matter how chaotic, God will be the end result in all that is the matter. Now, we don't go around totting a, a huge sword and, a, and, a, and a massive weapons and say, we, we, we will conquer and this and that and the other thing. No, we go out with love and the gospel of Jesus Christ to say, look, from love it brings God into your picture of your life and that life can be changed and renewed and recentered and in the end, God will prevail and Jesus is coming again. His justice will prevail. And I really believe that as we uh, look at what Eddie brought us and what God had brought us through Eddie to talk about it, to, to bring before us. So many times in our lives we might want to say, that's just unfair, that's just not right. How can this be? But when we bring ourselves to Jesus Christ, but bring ourselves to God through Jesus Christ and say, Father, forgive me. Help me to see you as you see me. Help me to see the circumstances as you see it. And Lord, yes, things can be unjust and I can make a difference, but I can only make a difference as you lead me. I hope that you catch that input. Mordecai and Esther could not move forward in the way that God wanted them to move unless it was by remembering or, or paying attention and then moving forward with how the Holy Spirit led Mordecai and Esther. This is the end result. God was, was setting the stage and then the, the puzzle or the pieces of the puzzle and the, the chess pieces were being moved according to how he would need for it to go so that the Jewish people would be saved. This day and age needs us to center ourselves and listen and surrender to God's will each and every day.
anytime we get sideways with thoughts, anytime we get uh, challenged by uh, bolstering up or our own ego, we better check it quick and check it with Scripture. I hope that you hear that, uh, that word today. And I think that that's really what we need to be brought to you today um, and brought all, to all of us as we look forward. Now, I'm going to skip right into next week and, and uh, in a few days that he's going to bring uh, a message on the 7th of June that is entitled this, What Goes Around Comes Around. Now, you can see how it kind of links because we're still in Esther, right? So all of this is starting to work out, and I'm really not going to speak too much about it because I really want you to pay attention on how God brings about in the seventh chapter of Esther what he, uh, the end result in this whole dramatic story. So uh, Esther 7, if you've been following along, you might want to look ahead and and uh, Eddie, as he always does, does a great job of bringing the relevance to our lives. So take a look at that. But here's what I want to bring to you. It says this. Our application in which we need to put. We need to be sensitive to God's intervention every day. Now, see how that works with the last message? We need to be attentive, sensitive. We need to surrender to God's interventions every day. So, take a look at Esther chapter 7. There's a surprise at the end. There's this climatic ending to all of this. So I hope you are looking forward to how this wraps up and gets gets to the end. Uh, I don't know that we necessarily are wrapping, wrapping up. I don't know. We just got to gotta hold on and find out uh, on Sunday. So, God bless you guys as as we've gone into and through Esther. It's exciting stuff. And I really hope that uh, you found uh, yourself in the midst of all of this, looking at something of the Old Testament and seeing how it's relevant for our day and age now. So as I wrap this up, I, I always we always like to pray over it and how it's going to pertain to our thoughts and, and the way that God is moving through us. Let's do that right now. Lord, take the words that uh, I've spoken and I pray that you would put relevance into each and every one of our lives, mine included. That as we move forward in every, every day, that our surrender is a must unto your authority. We're going to seek first your kingdom. You, put you first. You'll have, we'll have no other God before you. That's just like first commandment. And love our neighbor as ourself. Sometimes it's our neighbor right next door. Sometimes it's our neighbor of a different color, a different race. Lord, you will intend and purpose us to move forward. So I pray in the midst of all of this that you would protect those that are doing right, bringing injustice to your authority. Lord, I pray for the... the, the uh, the, the servicemen and women and the and the policemen and women and the and the and the the people that are are bringing this uh, protest in a in a calm and peaceful way Lord there's something to be heard about this and Lord may it be done under your authority may you bring peace to our land Lord we ask 
and we pray and we know that it's our first line of defense prayer on our knees bowing before you on your throne knowing and surrendering to your authority lord we love you thank you jesus for what you've done to allow us to come to the throne at, at such a time as this anytime lord we love you it's in jesus name we pray amen well folks thanks for joining in today and i'm excited every time we get a chance to do this because i know that there are are relevant things that need to be heard as god brings forth the words of our mouth unto our our hearts and our ears every single day so with all that said i want to wrap this up thanks for joining us and again like i said i hope hope eddie is going to be back with us next week and if he's not i'm going to rustle up some uh, former podcasters um be attentive there uh maybe dustin ellis uh, rich mcphail bill snodgrass even um dennis miles uh I think there's a few others that have been on here. Chris Benefield. I don't know. We, we might even just... Stacy. Stacy's been on this podcast. So has Diane. Anyway. <laughs> we'll just see. But today I flew solo. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. God bless you. And take care. Have a great, great rest of your day. And the rest of your week. Be prayerful. Put God first. We'll see you.